0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now
1: with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. We top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Todd McDavid danced around Morgan Riles. tonight by Smith, who saves the game again, Josh Archibald game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score!
2: Leon the right circle!
1: No risk, no gain. And now we're
2: going to have a goalie for
1: action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Neeson Hopkins. This is Arthur This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at
1: huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot Z-A.
0: Now Bob Stauffer on the a- official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, six thirty shed. and Brendan Escott with you. This is Oilers now. Yes, we just opened up with the Bugles from back of the day. On this date in 1979 in Britain, that was the number one song. By the way, the number one song uh, in the U.S. Uh, billboard charts at that time was Rise by Herb Albert, which is a straight uh, instrumental. So we bring this up because this is a significant day in the history of the Edmonton Oilers, the greatest player in the history of the game, though he would never say it himself, just for the record. Uh, Wayne Gretzky scored his first career NHL goal in game number three of the 79-80 season against the uh, Vancouver Canucks game that Risto Silton, as I recall, uh, had a couple goals, and the great one got his first of what would turn out to be an NHL record, 894 goals, and the number one song in Britain at the time, Uh, some would say an aptly named song, Video Killed the Radio Star. I I think to singers like Christopher Cross that uh, were not exactly helped by, that's, you know, things like MTV back in the day. A guy with a terrific voice, but maybe not the greatest uh, presence, shall we say. And uh, that's when MTV, I I don't know, we'll bring Brendan Escott into this conversation because I don't watch MTV. Do they actually play like, music videos or is it just like no.
2: reality TV crap Yeah that, well that's taken over that and what they've done is sort of spun off back to video uh, music video channels so you can like you can still get them but they're they're a little bit harder to come by these days I can remember when all and for
0: uh, people of a certain generation listening to What is now right now Bob Stuffer, Brennan Escott with you you can remember in 1984 when TSN launched and Much Music launched at the same time it was a big deal like it was it was a very different time I mean I worked in IT sports night late 1980s uh 89 90 uh 90, and around that time darren detition i mean the local sports show it was just massive and a woman by the name of annie stark uh spent some time working with cnn uh with their sort of uh update style show that used to run at i think at that time probably 11 o'clock eastern nine o'clock our time out here and, and that was sort of the genesis of what turned out to be the very successful show that darren Titian had for a number of years here in edmonton and it just shows you how things uh, get molded and sports talk radio was not even a thought process at that point and on some days some of you might suggest it isn't much of a thought process on this show but we'll we'll endeavor we'll carry forward we'll see what we can do in today's edition of orders now brought to you by digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies so we are through free agency for the most part um we are going to hear from Brian Lawton, get his uh, thoughts and sort of everything that shook down the former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, now the NHL Network, started up Octagon as an agency, which, by the way, is the firm that represents the Emmett Snow Letters, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That is a storyline we're going to continue to monitor. I think the last thing we heard was uh, maybe about a week and a bit ago, maybe a week and a half ago, actually, from Frank Cervelli from TSN, uh, saying that... Uh, you know, um, the sides had kind of, uh, started to progress a bit. And that's a good thing. And it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if inevitably there would be something uh, done there. So Brian Lott at 1235, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey at 105, or NHL insider John Shannon at 135. Uh, we yesterday had both Tyson Berry and ken holland on the show we'll get to them in about uh, 45 seconds time in the oilers now audio vault we will tell you you can reach us anytime at the river Cree resort and casino on our hotline at 780 all slot machines table games and the poker room now open at the river Cree. uh you'll notice the slot machines are separated by plexiglass one of the many steps the river cree has taken to follow all ahs guidelines Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees at Italia on Wednesday and Thursdays. The River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. Of course, you can text us as always, 780-496-0063, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter. Edwinners, now you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Uh, today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, only uh, no payments and no interest for one year. Well, part of the top story for today is revisiting who we had on yesterday and the fact that we've sort of concluded free agency at this stage for the Edmonton Oilers. As we go into the Orders Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, we're safety means savings at Edmonton Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. I do want to start... With Oilers general manager Ken Holland talking about uh, the free agent situation in the goalie market, because I know that it, you know there was certainly positive comments directed the way of the Oilers organization based on the Kyle Turris and Tyson Berry signings, but a loss, a lot of consternation out of the marketplace on the free agent goalie market here with a full explanation as other General Manager, Ken Holland.
1: I talked to a lot of goaltenders. Certainly that was, uh, and I said that going in, I wanted to explore the goaltender market. Um, that's why I didn't find Mike Smith. I wanted to go in with the flexibility to explore the goaltending market. And as the day unfolded, uh, the, the day or two unfolded, Friday and Saturday, um, you know we, we started you know, we got a third line center at a buck six five and talked to some other people and Tyler Ennis had played good and it's one year deal with a million dollars and I knew that Jesse Pugliarvi was coming back he's on the board now at one point one one seven five million dollars and, and certainly you work your way through and, and then you go on to Saturday you know you got X amount of money to spend and and the goalie started to, to drop off the market. I talked to their agents, and and uh, for whatever reason, we not, not, nothing happened. So certainly the, the money allowed us to bring in Tyson Berry, and uh, we went back brought, brought back Mike Smith. And I like think I've said many many times, I thought over 71 games over the regular season. Um, Koski and Mike Smith gave us good goaltending. He gave us a good one-two punch. Uh, that was a, they were a, they were a strength of our team, um, and I thought that in the playoffs. I didn't think we played very good from goal on out through the defense, through the forwards in the Chicago series. I, I can't sit here and just pin pin it on one or two players and say we didn't play good enough. I just didn't think we played good enough as a group, and I don't think it'd be fair to to, to assess our team on four games in in the in in, in the beginning of August. And, and 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 on top of that, if I was going to assess, there was many players that didn't play nearly as well as as they had played for us over the 71 game season. We didn't play good enough. So we're bringing back Mike Smith. We uh, we it's a one-two punch. We've we've had him here. He's got a real, uh, you know, he's, he, he can handle a puck. He moves the puck. He's got good relationship with with Kosky and and they, they, they gave us a good one-two punch last year, and uh, hoping that we can get the same goaltending out of him again this year. All
0: right. So uh, look, the orders were in on uh, Jacob Marks, and We know that virtually everybody has reported that. Uh, personally, I will tell you the six-year term at six million dollars for me on Jacob Markstrom, and I'm not going to disrespect what he's accomplished the last couple of years at Vancouver. I think he helped uh, Vancouver maybe appear to be a little bit better than they were at times, but six times six million. I'm just going to ask you on Ashley, five floors text line, at 780-496-0063. Did the Oilers dodge a bullet six times six on Jacob Markstrom? Uh, Because for me, I think they did. I'm, I'm really, you're talking about a goaltender in his 30s, i get the frustration well you know and, and the ones challenging well why would they bring smith back um that said 3.9 for Corey crawford on a two-year deal to new jersey 3.6 million for thomas grice on a two-year deal to detroit mike smith comes in 1.5 million uh, and people say well why didn't they go get aaron dell at uh, the money of the leafs and uh, i'd say the leafs that's a good deal for Toronto that they got Dell at that price point. But Aaron Dell's also never played, to my knowledge, more than 35, 40 games in a year. Like, he's never got to that level. And I think the feeling was they needed somebody that they could at least rely on. It's understandable. The coach liked him. And I know what the, I know what the save percentage is. And I know what the expectant goals are. So I, I totally understand the criticism that is directed that way. But the fact is they know the goalie. Now, the one thing that nobody knows, and I know there's guys out there all the time that think they know this, and they're full of crap, okay? Nobody knows the impact that Mike Smith were led to believe that Mike Smith and, and James Neal brought uh, a different energy for the Oilers and a little bit more experience and uh, and, and and some leadership. I am – Jack Michaels and myself are the only two sort of Edmonton area media guys that are on every flight with the team. I – you know, and you can say, well, you're not being you know, observant or you're not – The fact is there's a lot of guys out there that pretend that they know exactly what's going on in that dressing room and who's doing what unless you're in that dressing room and guys that have played i think fundamentally understand this you don't hundred percent know we're led to believe that uh, mike smith is a leader for that group it's a one year term that's the thing to me so if you say bob i don't think edmonton upgraded goal and i'm concerned i'd say That's fair based on the fact that they brought back the same goaltenders. I think that's a fair, but let's see where this goes. I will tell you this. There's no way Mike Smith's brought back if Dave Tippett isn't comfortable with him and believes that he can be uh, a decent complement to Miko Koskinen. I also know what Koskinen's save percentage was. Versus say what Cam Talbot's save percentage was versus Jacob Markstrom's, and I bring that up because they're all in the same range, and one guy got six times six years. So I'll be I just like to to get your thoughts. Texas at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Is Markstrom's contract too much term? Too much money? For me, it was. That's my own personal. Inter- I think the owners – and you know what? If Edmonton had offered seven times five and didn't get him, meaning five million, on the five. Based on history, how many times are those longer-term deals for guys that aren't flat-out stars? How many times are those pan out? Ask yourself that question. Like what Vegas did with Petrangelo, I get that. Like he's an Olympic-caliber right-shot defenseman. I get that they stepped up and made, even though they had to move out a pretty good defenseman, Nate Schmidt, to get the cap space to do it. Same with Taylor Hall. When Taylor Hall signs a long term deal, this guy's one of her, I'd say, well, you know what? You pay for difference makers. So, and I'm, and I think Markstrom's a good goalie. He could be really good for a couple of years. And full disclosure, I was wrong on Milan Lucic. I thought Lucic would be good for three to four years for sure, possibly four to five at Edmonton. And unfortunately, his game dropped off sooner than that. And there's a bit of a lesson in that as well. So that's Ken Holland on the goaltending market. Back into the orders now, Audio Vault, Edmonton. Once they didn't get in on Markstrom, and, and take a look at the timeline, the deals for Crawford and for Grice were completed before Edmonton's deal for Tyson Berry got done. Uh, here's Ken Holland talking about the Oilers acquisition on a one-year term. Now, conversely, whereas there was a lot of criticism on Edmonton bringing back Mike Smith, there were, were a lot of kudos directed the ways of Ken Holland for what occurred with Tyson Berry. Here's the Oilers GM.
1: You know, obviously he can run a power play, he's been around the the game in Colorado and in Toronto. Um, you know he can he's a, he's a skilled defense but he can pass the puck you know you go to the guiding and record book and you know look at his last three years uh, 57 points 59 points 39 points that's a lot of points for a, for a defenseman so uh, obviously we're he's coming in here to, to help run our power play to run our power play depending on what's going on with club certainly darnell nurse also uh, has, has run our power play at times in the past and his ability to move the puck and get the transition get the puck moving from uh, from our defense up to our forwards, so that we can get uh, try to spend more time in in the Ozone. So, uh, you know, happy to have him. Certainly on a one-year deal at three point seven five. It's a number that uh, um, is 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 good for us. Not a and then, and and we'll take a look and see who knows if we build a relationship, we can we can talk about a, a longer-term deal um, when the year's over. But uh, wonderful opportunity for Tyson, and certainly uh, adding a player that uh, has the. ability to move the puck and run a power play, um, we think he's a real good addition for the Oilers.
0: It's almost impossible to criticize it based upon the fact that they got him for less than market value and he's on a one-year term. Here's Tyson Berry, who was on Oilers now. Yesterday, talking about taking less money to join the Oilers.
1: It wasn't as difficult as I think you'd think. I think it was just uh, I kind of I kind of had Edmonton in my mind for a while now, and uh, you know I knew they were up against the cap, and, and we might have to, you know take a discount or, or make something work to go there and um that was just you know it wasn't uh it wasn't too too uh, tough of a decision um it just i wanted to be in the right fit in, in a year where you know there's uh, everyone's up against the cap and um you know it's a, it's kind of a i wanted to showcase myself the best i could and, and edmonton seems like a team that that fits that and um a, a team obviously that's you know hasn't quite broke through yet and it would be so so cool to be able to win with those guys and um it just it was a bit of a no-brainer for me
0: that's tyson berry in yesterday's edition of orders now uh one more comment coming up here from ken holland Uh, look, the, the market was the market and it wasn't a good market for forwards. I think we know that. Taylor Hall, one year deal, eight million bucks. Uh, contract negotiations falling apart for Brendan Gallagher, who's been the, the driver for Montreal offensively the last three years. Back to back 30 goal scores. This after coming back from not one, but two broken hands. He has a metal plate in his hand. Um, and so contract negotiations break off there. To fully got four years at 4.25. I think there was only three contracts over $3 million per and a forward right now. Uh, does that potentially affect Ryan Nugent Hopkins' extension conversations? Not sure. Yesterday, Ken Holland had this to say on the R.N.H. contract talks.
1: Well, he's popular with me, too. I, you know, we've had lots of conversations. His Agent Rick Ballett and myself were well, going back to really, I think we started probably uh, in about January. Rick came in, and uh, got, uh, we met for two, three hours, and we've just sort of, you know, yeah, that's the process. That's the way the process works. So, you know, certainly uh, I'd like to keep, I think I've said it before, I'd like to keep, ryan i'd like to find a solution that works for ryan and for us certainly i understand in ryan's case it's going to have to be uh, some some uh, some term um so we'll see we'll see what goes on here uh, obviously what's happened here the last three four days um in free agency is going to impact their thinking it's going to impact my thinking and uh hope, but hopefully we can find a solution because he's a real important player on our team he's a good player on and off the ice
0: uh, you can hear the respect that Ken Holland has for Ryan Nugent Hopkins and uh, those thoughts there. Uh, I think we're headed to an inevitable path here that's going to see uh, Nugent Hopkins get a contract extension of probably seven or eight years. I just think that's it just makes too much sense for both parties involved. The Oilers are going to have significant cap space in the summer of 21 uh, to not only sign Nugent Hopkins, but perhaps add another top six impact forward as well. Uh, there's going to be a couple guys to keep an eye on, and I just mentioned one of them right now, Gallagher of Montreal. I mean, they just signed two right-shot guys, Foley and Josh Anderson. Uh, so does that open up an opportunity for Brendan Gallagher to potentially explore um, the marketplace? Yeah. Uh, Taylor Hall on a one-year deal. I know a lot of you are going to be monitoring that, and I'm going to give you a wild card. Okay? I've mentioned him once before. I'm going to be really intrigued to see what Ryan Getzlaff decides to do long-term. In Anaheim. He's in the last year of his deal. He's been a terrific player. He's probably, a, I'd say he's probably a Hall of Fame player. Uh, he's won a Stanley Cup in his career. He's been a number one center a long time. Sometimes when guys get to that stage in their careers, and we're seeing these comments with Jonathan Taze coming out of Chicago, that he wasn't necessarily enthralled with the actions of Stan Bowman as general manager, despite the fact that Stan crushed it. Crushed it. Or New Jersey blew it uh, in terms of getting Kirby Dock at number three overall in the draft. Um, sometimes guys want to win late in their career, and you never know with a player like, I say, Getzlaff. And don't forget, he can play right wing too. He doesn't necessarily have to play center, or he can play center, and you can maybe move somebody else around. So I'm gonna, you know, there's gonna be some intriguing guys coming up this uh, this. In 2021, but in the meantime, we'll see where we're at in terms of playing in 2020, sometime, someplace. When we come back in Oilers now in one-minute time, uh, it's 12.25 in one minutes. Yeah, one minutes. Anyhow, uh, Brendan Scott will have an HL today. You're listening to Oilers now.
1: Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Chat.
0: Thanks a lot, Leon. He's got heart. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you at 1226 in Edmonton. Special shout-out at this time to Colin Ruddle and the uh, staff at Wow Factor Desserts uh, for dropping off a uh, Thanksgiving uh, package uh, to the Stauffer household. Uh Suffice to say, I, I may have gained a little bit of weight over the last six or seven days, and uh, many would tell you that's something that I don't need to uh, have happen, but uh, they've got a tremendous selection of cheesecakes and cakes and tarts and gluten-free items and individual serving des- uh, desserts at Wow Factor Desserts. All right, without further ado, off to NHL today for Drew Shamahorn. And the Edmonton-owned and operated Elite Promotional Marketing. They've got face masks for everybody. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromomarketing.com. Back with the 630 Chet Studios, Brendan Escott.
2: Okay, Jake Allen signed a two-year contract extension with Montreal this morning. It's a $2.875 million AAV and it'll start after this upcoming season. Toronto signed Airdrie Alberta product, former Calgary Canuck Aaron Dell, one year 800000 there. And what's now a bit of a muddy goaltending situation in Toronto, at least in behind Freddie Anderson. Uh, Glenn Godin inked a one-year, two-way deal with Calgary. Greg McKegg doing the same with Boston, as did Callum Booth, former Hurricanes goaltending prospect. Uh, the Bruins also re-signed uh, Jakobsborl to a uh, two-year deal, $725,000 per year. He was one of their thir- first, um, first rounders back in 2015, the three in a row. Uh, Pasternak had hip surgery back on September 16th. 16th, likely will not be ready until mid-February. And Brad Marchand had sports hernia surgery two days prior to that, is on track for a mid-January return.
0: All right, uh, quick text on our Ashley Finefowler's text line out of Vegas. The Chisler, Bob. I'm sometimes full of crap, but not today. The six times six on Merkserm is fine. It's a significant upgrade for the Flames. It makes all the difference. Five or six more uh, dubs during the regular season, he will crush it next season in Calgary. So last time I checked, I don't think the Chisler, who's a former goaltender himself, by the way, I don't think he was a Calgary Flames fan. 12:29 in Edmonton will hook up with Brian from the NHL Network when we return on Oilers Now after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.